this is Claudio Castagnoli, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Jay, and uh, that bonehead choppy. Your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media. Joseph with the Crow Mags. I think Craig Ahead is on base. I don't know if he's got a new lineup. I know one of the lineups had Danny Shula from Biohazard, but that will remain a topic for another day. I am welcoming you all to a another star-studded, I guess it's a filatorial. No, no, you know what? It's a scrum-atorial episode 467 of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Is it 467 already? Jesus, is that, I think it's 467. Yeah, because... Yeah, okay. I lose count because sometimes I don't pay attention. And I just write shit down for the for the sake of just not, you know, making sure I don't forget stuff. But I have a lot to talk about today that does not require any kind of penmanship from me. I think we're live on the rant. We're always part of Rant EM Radio. We've been there for, I think it's going on 10 years next year. Right? Did we join the rant in 13 or 14? It was very shortly after the podcast started. It's almost a decade with the rant. And, of course, we are always um, a founding member of the Shining Wizards Network. And whatever Jimmy Ferrari's doing, I have to reach out to Jimmy. I have to get him on the show soon. Anyway, how's everybody doing? It is Friday, September the 9th, 2022. It is a beautiful day here on the island of Shaolin. And actually, second night in a row, I could sleep with the windows open. I am over this heat, and it's not because I'm fat and I sweat a lot. Well, that's part of it, but 
the sweating thing is partly fat, partly other things, but I'm not going to get into that either because I don't, don't want to hear about my medical fucking history, right? This is a wrestling podcast, kids. That's what we do here. We talk about wrestling. Of course, I'm by myself again. Um, Jay is still settling into his new abode, and uh, choppy's choppy. So it is what it is. I'm not too old to be chasing motherfuckers at this, this point in my life. So everybody knows where their seats are. They are welcome back. And until that continues, I will be forwarding the fucking ship here as much as I can. And at, at least after, what is it, after, after, after Sunday night, Monday morning, my phone has not stopped ridiculously. Um, it just, it, it's been, I mean, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. It's a good thing because... Um, I love all the input from you guys, meaning our fan base and some of the sources that we support, not necessarily all these dirt sheets, because basically what it it was before the press conference or the scrum, it's so funny, you look up the word scrum and it means totally something different from a media scrum, and and the scrum meaning is like teamwork and, and... being a team, and then a media scrum is the opposite, which is totally what happened on Monday, on Sunday night, in the Monday morning, and we'll get into all that in a little while, I just want to talk about some other shit too, so, you know, like I said, so, the whole week was like, just text after message after email, and I'm, I was happy about the the feedback and everybody's input from our regular listeners and our, and our fans and our friends of the show, and when I mean my friends of the show, I mean people who actually listen to this podcast and and contribute. So not just people who just post shit on 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 the page just to to, to make themselves look okay or you know like Don Tony says they want to be the first they don't want to be the the you know they don't want to be right they want to be the first. Congratulations to Don Tony by the way he tied the knot I think last week or week week or two ago got married. Good for him. Uh, God bless him and his new spouse and um, they've been together for a minute though so I mean. Don Tony's just making making things legit, so God bless him and whatever he's got going on over there in um, Don Tony land, you know. But everybody's been on social media, man, you know, was getting feedback from uh, Johnny Drapes, formerly of uh, Wrestling Soup, and I was getting feedback from Kevin Gill, spoke to Kevin on Friday, on Friday night, we'll get into that in a couple seconds, and... Kevin, uh, Kevin Castle, everybody in the business that we are cool with has had something to say about this, the week in review that was WWE Clash the Castle and, of course, obviously, um, the fallout from All Out <laughs> um, in Chicago. So, you know, and then it's bad because I'm associated with people who just post hate. And memes, and I'm going to be passive-aggressive because I like these people, you know. But it's like, if you don't like the fucking product that's that's being presented to you, don't watch it. And more importantly, no one cares about your opinion anyway. Like, there are three people on each thread that validate your opinion. So, I'm just, you know, I can never understand why a wrestling fan would hate an entire promotion. I, I never understood that. Maybe because I'm older, and I respect what goes on, and I actually have an idea what goes on behind the scenes, uh, because I've been around it for so long in my life, you know, or maybe because I'm a good fan, and I and I can still pick out shit from bad shows, like, whether I'm there or I'm watching it on TV, I don't know, man, I don't know what the, what the thing is, 
all I know is that people who just live and die to hate a certain promotion on social media are just have way too much fucking free time on their hands. Like way too much time on their free hands. I don't have that. I don't have. I mean, I have free time, but I'm not dedicating it to to hating all elite wrestling or WWE or fucking New Japan or whatever I like and don't like. I can find something everywhere. Case in point, had had I had Hammer here ninety five percent of last weekend. We started the weekend off with spending a ton of money on Mexican food and and um and ordering. Uh, the we ordered Game Changer Wrestling. Uh, they had a pay per view this weekend uh, on Saturday, and well, we'll do it was it was after Clash at the, at the Castle. And um, shout out to Kevin Gill, by the way. Him and Dave Prezak are killing it right now in GCW. Kevin's actually relocating to New York, which I'm fucking stoked about because maybe we can get him on the show, um, get him in person because he's a good you know Kevin. We, we go way back, Kevin and I, and I'm. He's the voice of combat. I'm not coming on Game Changer Wrestling. I'm like, I got CCW on the brain. But he's the, uh, the, the the voice right now of GCW, and, and they're doing some pretty good things. But we watched Clash of the Castle, and it was it was good, man. It was good. It, and, I, and I had said to Hammer, before this, the pay-per-view started, I said, you know, I said, it would be nice if we got an ending that threw us off. Because we just assumed that, you know, they were going to give the belt to McIntyre. And I said this last week on the show. Either they were going to give it to him, and then he'll drop it real quick. Or, you know, that's how I thought it was going to happen. You know? Uh, but I, I must tell you, man, I, I enjoyed it immensely. The crowd was on fire. 60,000 plus. I think it was 62,000. 65,000, something like that. It was over 60K. And I'm, I'm going to tell listen, man. And I've been saying this for years. They deserve a pay-per-view. They deserve that. They have great fans out there, man. Great fans. The WWE is global. They can do this once, maybe twice a year. They go to fucking Saudi Arabia all the time. Why can't they go to bloody old England or or Scotland or Wales again? Anywhere in the United Kingdom. Down to the card real quick. Mad Cat Moss and the Prophets um, defeated Austin Theory. Um, they, uh, they defeated Alexa Bliss that, and um, Asuka and Bianca Belair, which we knew it was going to happen, right? Um, 
this was probably the match of the night. This reminds me of uh, what I watch in Japan twice a month. It's two times. It's Gunther and reforming Imperium with uh, now Giovanni Vinci and Ludwig Kaiser. Um, he defeats Sheamus and, and retains the IC Championship. This was brutal. Old school physicality. The, the, the Larry at the end, the, the purple chests at the end in the locker room. It was just. I, the word brutal is. I, 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 that's, that's probably the hardest word I can use right now. You know? So, I mean, it was a great, great match. I enjoyed it. Uh. Liv Morgan retained against Shayna Baszler for the SmackDown Women's title. We knew Liv was going to win because she's on momentum right now. Didn't know Shayna Baszler was a huge Vikings fan. Makes sense. She's in North Dakota. They don't have a lot of football over there, but good for her. Vikings played uh, Saturday on Sunday against Green Bay. So, good, good stuff. Now, here's where it gets fun. So, obviously, Edge and Ray, uh, they beat Judgment Day to get their revenge. When's Dominic going to turn? When I've been asking for a half a year. When's Dominic going to turn? When's Dominic going to turn? He turned after the match. Dominic is now with Judgment Day. And that mullet is getting epic. I don't... I, I With all due respect, I, they're making Dominic huge. He's still green to me. I, I can't... I, I, I want to emotionally invest in him so bad because I love Ray Mysterio. I've always loved Ray Mysterio since his, since his debut in 96. I just don't, uh, again, like, I, I wish Dominic, obviously Dominic's not his dad. He's a different wrestler, but he's just, I mean, he's learning. He's not terrible. He's not really bad, but I just can't invest in him yet. I want to. I really want to. I just can't. But maybe the heel turn. I don't know. Maybe maybe Finn Balor um, will rub off some of his greatness on him. Because Lord knows Damian Priest ain't that fucking good. Facts. All right. Um, Rollins defeats Matt Riddle. This is going to go on for a little while because I got to tell you. And I'm, and I'm liking the fact that they're getting their fucking first names back, man. Enough of this one name shit. You know, Bobby Lashley got his name back. Matt Riddle gets his name back. Stop with this shit. Let them have some identity. That's all. That was all Vince doing anyway, so. Sayonara to that. But this was good, man. You know, it's just uh, Rollins uh, comes off. He finishes the match with a stomp off the second rope. Good, very good hard-hitting match. Great storytelling. Um, Rollins being smart enough to take advantage of Matt Riddle's anger and aggression because of the statements he made about, the real shoot statements he made about Matt Riddle's family. So that works out well for them. They're going to tell the story. Moving on. And for the Universal Undisputed Heavyweight Championship of the planet, Roman Reigns keeps the bloodline 740 days later now, something like that. He retains against Drew McIntyre, who, of course, the, the bloodline's cousins can't fly because they're criminals. And Paul Heyman, I believe, is taking a break or something with a contract. I forget what his status is. But he, in, in work, in storyline, excuse me, in storyline, he's hurt from Brock Lesnar. So I think he's coming back soon, though. That's what I'm reading. I don't know how true it is. But Roman Reigns gets, gets help. Now, Drew had help with um, Tyson Fury, boxing uh, legend. At ringside, um, helping out a little bit. 
uh, when Theory tries to cash in at one point in the match with his money in the bank. And, um, but Solo Sakai, the third fucking Uso, makes his debut in WWE, tel- on WWE in the main roster, and he helps out his cousin win the match. Um, Karrion Cross was also in, in there throwing a water bottle at Roman Reigns. And so we had a couple of, uh, you know, it was a good, hard-hitting match. What threw me off, though, was that Tyson Fury comes in the ring, shakes Roman Reigns' hand, and then he helps McIntyre to his feet. I thought Tyson Fury was a turn and knock out McIntyre, which would set up a fucking match probably down the line somewhere, but that, thank God that didn't happen. And then he tells McIntyre to be proud, and they start singing American Pie. Now, I'm thinking, they, I'm thinking that they thought the cameras were off. Because there's no way this is like, this is making regular, regular, you know, pay-per-view, what do they call it now, premium live events, whatever the fuck it's called now. I call it pay-per-view, I don't give a shit. Okay, you call it vinyl, I'm calling it an album. You call it tomato, or tomato, I don't want to call it tomato. I don't give a shit, alright? Go fuck your hand, if you don't, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, no, no, seriously, so it's so, 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 Sokoa helps out, I called him Sakai, right, so, Sokoa. I'm, I'm, now I'm still thinking about EO, Shitlocker, Sky, Shirai, Dakota Kai, the Assistant Kai, Cobra Kai, which I'm five episodes in already on the new season. But I've been up since 7 o'clock this morning. And, you know, again, Roman Reigns. What's going to happen with Roman Reigns? The clear, the clear observation is now that they're going to save the belt for Cody, who's going to be coming back pretty soon, right? Is that, is that, is that, can we all agree on that or no? I agree with it. And because, you know, not for nothing, he's, and I've said this before and I've told the boys this, he's beaten everybody. He's beaten every single babyface, every single part-timer, Every single person that has come into his path, right? So who is left? They brought Braun Strowman back. Didn't like the way they brought him back, but listen, is he going to be Roman Reigns? I don't know. I don't know if there's enough momentum behind Braun Strowman. I like Braun Strowman. They made him champion way too soon. We talked about that about 100 and something episodes ago, 200 episodes ago. But, but to be honest, honest with you, I, again, what's going to happen with Roman Reigns? Like, who's beating him? That, so the clear shot's going to be Cody. Cody comes back. He wins the Royal Rumble, which I think, by the way, is in the Alamo Dome this year. He's announced that. But either way, late January, Cody Rhodes is due to come back, and he's probably going to win the Royal Rumble, and he's probably going to WrestleMania to fight Roman Reigns. Unless... They pull a swerve, and they bring the biggest box office draw in Hollywood the last decade, the people's champ, the Brahma Bull, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. That would be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Another part-timer, but Rock's, Rock puts asses in the seats, man. Boots asses, right? If you're a Giants fan, cleats the asses. That's an inside joke. So... That's pretty much what WWE is going on right now. I, 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 I'm really enjoying what they're doing. And I mentioned this to, to the boys last time even Jay was here when Hammer took the, did a spot for them. Like, it's going to be a slow burn. You know, and I'm not sitting here comparing. I'm not, this is not a thing. 
because I, I, don't I don't care about, about the fucking ratings though. Monday Night, Night Football's coming back. What about Raw? I don't, I don't give, give a fuck. You know what ratings are for? Ratings are for people who work in the industry. Period. The fans will watch regardless, and that's where the ratings come from. So if you get a fan online who's obsessed about the ratings, he's, he or she is just hard up for a fucking conversation. The ratings do not... It doesn't affect me not one... Not one... You know... Fuck. No fucks are given. Zero fucks are given. Because for me, I'm going to watch regardless. Okay? And, and if, if you're, you're a good, good fan, you're going to watch regardless. And, I'm, and, and I, I said this before, wrestling is, pro wrestling is not its not the big main draw attraction it was when, we, when, I, was young, when I was a young boy. You know, it's, it's not that kind of party no more. So I don't understand what the obsession is. You know, Monday Night Football has been around for 50, almost 50 years. It's not going anywhere. Especially now with the, with the mouse owning ESPN, they're going to have that contract for forever, right? The mouse got the NHL contract, they got the NFL contract, they do baseball on Sundays and basketball during alternate days. You know what? The mouse owns all my favorite things in life. <laughs> so it's that kind of party. I don't understand the obsession. So people who compare, there's no comparison to what goes on on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Whenever, whatever channel Impact decides to pop up on, it, it just doesn't matter anymore. The fans, the good fans will get to it, they'll watch it, and they'll absorb it, and then they'll cry about it on social media like we all do, right? That's just how the world is. That's how the world is operating now. You know, the world is a, it's a weird place, and, and you guys all know my feelings about certain things and, my, and how my generation is pretty much ignorant to a lot of shit. Uh, still doesn't defer me from... Being who I am as a, as a middle-aged man, but still trying to adapt and respect the opinions and the and lifestyles of of, of my fellow of my fellow of my fellow uh, uh, humans. You know what I'm saying? Because at, at, this, at, the, at the at the end of the day, it's about respect. And like I've seen a lot of shit on social media last week, just bad. Just, just like, like no one's allowed to have an opinion. opinion. You know, like, opinions are like assholes, right? Everybody has them. Some of them stink. I've been saying that for 10 years now on a podcast. The problem is no one respects an opinion. You can respect, you can disagree with, you can still disagree with somebody and still be friends with them, be family with them, be, uh, you know, be, uh, what's the word I want to use? Um, be an acquaintance with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... I don't see... I think it's a maturity thing. Because I see more men do it than women. When women do it, it's vicious, but... You know? It's like, it's like I said, about this hate with wrestling. It's like, I don't understand. Why would you... You're going to hate a certain company. You know? And then you'll push your little memes up, and you'll... You know, post uh, personal things that you read about these people, these performers. Oh, well, he's done this, and she's this, she's done that. If we're going to judge people on their personal lives, and you know, you're taking yourself away from the the allure of suspending your disbelief. 
It's, it's nice, nice to be in the know. know. It's cute that everybody knows people. You know, everybody has a phone now, and or access to the, to the internet. And of course, the internet is, is the truth, right? Nothing is nothing is a lie on the internet, right? So people are like, oh, you know, this guy did this, and this guy said that, da, 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 da. and I'm like. Then there, are, then there are there are performers who have been accused of shit they didn't do, and they're being persecuted for it. And people are still posting things about them. Like, what the fuck do you? You don't know anything. None of us know anything really. We just know what we read and what we see, and we base our opinions on that. None of you people are in the know. I hate to break it to you. And if you are in the know and you're posting stupid shit, then shame on you. You know, it's, it's almost, almost like what Punk said at the, at the press conference, we'll get into all that after the break. But, but you, you, you have to understand something. You know, there needs to be a boundary with with how you conduct yourself on the Internet. You know, I've, listen, I've learned the hard way, man. I used to just, like, I had a terrible week at work commuting, right? And to the point where I got into an altercation with a with, with, with 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 bus driver because she... She was new, and she every day she just kept passing my spot, my stop, and I'm like, "Man, you missed my spot." She was like, "Oh, you know," and she she told me it's not a stop. It's like, I've taken this bus for almost fucking five years, man. <laughs> it is, I've been getting off the same stop for, for almost five years, and I think I miscounted it was three years. But either way, I've been taking this bus for a long time now, and I get off at this fucking stop four times a week every morning at almost the same time. And you're now telling me it's not a stop? You know, and then she, the next time this happened, she got in there. She, she actually pulled the bus over in between two stops and started fucking arguing with me. Because my stop is a stop before the last stop when I, get to, when I get to Manhattan, the city, here in New York. And it's like, there's only like a few of us on the bus at this point. Sometimes on the last one. But then there's three or four people who I travel with every day. I don't know their names, but we, you know, they're the same people, the same faces I see four days a week. I travel with these good folks. They're from my neighborhood, right? And we'll get like a, you know, hello, how are you? You know, happy holiday, if it's a holiday week or whatever. But I, we, you, we never engage in tons of conversation. Now, 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 this lady has forced me to engage. Well, it's not a stop, but I'll let you get off here. I'm like... You're not doing any fucking favors, man. I, you know, this is my stop. You're passing up my bus stop. No, the bus stop is the next. The, the bus stop is the next bus stop. The next bus stop is the last one. And I can get off there, but I don't get off there. I get off on this one for a reason, okay? For several reasons that, that you have. That I don't care. That, you know, I don't. None of your fucking business, what I do, right? So now she's like huffing and puffing and she's mumbling shit. I'm like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. All right, and have a magical fucking day, I told her. And I was so mad that I got to work, and I was just fucking fuming. And I got in front of the computer, and I went online, and I posted a complaint. And I'm like, you know, not not publicly, but to the actual Metropolitan Transit Authority. I was like, you know, can you just confirm that this stop is a stop? Because, you know, you, you have, like, a live chat now with them. And, and then the person responded, yeah, this is a stop. I'm like, just, just to confirm, is the spot this, this stop? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that's, I made a formal complaint. I'm not going to make another complaint, but this is why I'm, I'm mad. Oh, sorry, whatever, whatever. And listen, I'm sure this happens every day. The point is, there's a boundary, okay? It's, I'm, I'm, I go to work, 
it's my, my day is easily 15 hours a day. I have an almost two-hour commute to and from work, and I have a 10 hours work day. Okay, I'm not. This is not me on, on a pity party. Yet. This is this, this is the career I chose. This is the schedule that was given to me. But the luxury that I get weekends off, right? So because I do this every fucking day, because I live so far away from work. Used to bother me. Don't bother me anymore. You know, this week was just a fucking nightmare. The, the, the week started off with a holiday, and on holiday runs the the buses are very limited, and the trains are very limited. Run on a Sunday schedule, which they scale back for because there's no rush hour. No one's going to work except for me because healthcare doesn't take off, right? You know, emergency services are 24/7. There's no really holidays. You know, we work through everything. So now. Getting to work, you know, and then, then of course, the next couple of days, these this lady who's not my regular bus driver in the mornings just bypassing my shit. And I was like, I'm, and now I'm going home. The one bus I take two buses, the one bus ain't showing up by work, crossing from my job. It's not showing up on a scheduled time. Now I'm waiting there 20, 30 minutes for one bus, and now it's taking me another 30 minutes to get to. To get to uh, normally a 15, 20 minute ride is now taking almost an hour now every night. Now I'm getting home at 10 o'clock at night, and my day starts at 10 to 5 in the morning. So it's like I'm just when I get mad like that, cause I'm just, it's really just basically on tiredness. Really, I just I just start to I'm not even like I'm not even proacting. I'm reacting. I'm angry about it. You know, but you live and learn, and it's just you know. These boundaries that we're supposed that we're not that we're supposed to it's just a bad choice of words. We we literally should be giving ourselves these boundaries so we don't engage in unhealthy uh, conversations or unhealthy situations or unhealthy scenarios that are going to put you in a spot where you are not only in the wrong, even though you probably are right in your argument. But, but you're in the wrong, wrong for engaging because now it's you're lowering yourself to a level with that other person wanted you to be because they're having a shit day too. They're gonna engage. They don't care, right? So live and learn. Okay, I can't speak for the locker room holy wrestling. We'll, again, we'll get into all that after the break because there's a lot that there's a lot to absorb. But you know, I see this unhealthiness on the internet and. It breaks my heart because I know some of these people. Like, I've met some of you and I've interacted with some of you. You guys bought merch for me and you listened to my podcast for so long. And it's like, I just want you guys to be healthy 
physically, obviously, I don't want nothing bad to happen to you, but mentally, your mental health is probably the most important thing in your life. And let me tell you, as a person who suffers from depression and someone who suffers from ADHD and someone who suffers from, you know, just years and years of mental and physical abuse, I can tell you from experience that you need to heal and it needs to, to manifest. It needs to take time. And you need to take time out for yourself. You need to fucking find things that are going to get you by in life and make you still a productive member of society. You know, and it's, and it's not about politics. It's not about religion because you can be right, left, Christian, Muslim, fucking Protestant, Lutheran, an atheist. I don't care. Okay, and you can be gay, you can be straight, you can be bi, you can, you can identify as a man when you're a woman or a woman as a man, you can identify as a fucking mason jar, I don't care. Okay, the, the main thing is your mental health will dictate how you handle all of that. If you're a family person, if you have children, if you're, if you're involved in a relationship and or you're married, you know, is your spouse headstrong? Is your significant other headstrong? And if you have children, are you headstrong for your children to give them, to instill in them moral fibers that are going to help them be good mentally? Because at the end of the day, if you're not if you're not taking care of that, you're not self-caring for yourself, you're done. You're done. That's it. You can't conduct normally in society. You can't. You know. And there are people who are naive. Who we all know. We all have that friend or relative who's batshit crazy. But you love them. But you know in your heart that you can't go to war with them mentally because they're not there. And they don't want to be there. They want to be in their own space. They want to be in their own level of of them. You know? And that hurts too when you really care about somebody or you love someone who's not there anymore with you mentally. And especially if it's a significant other and you lose them in a relationship, you know, it's like almost, you know, that, that, that initial failure and that initial break from that uh, puts you in a different headspace and you start to question everything. You know, and, I, and I've said this on a couple of filtorials already. You, you know, the older you get, you question every single thing about your life. Like, the life choices you made, relationship choices, your career choices, like, Jesus Christ. I didn't mind being an underdog, blue-collar scholar, living check to check, but now I want certain things in life, and I can't have them because I didn't make those I didn't make, I didn't make those choices. I didn't stay in school. I didn't get a better job, you know? I could go get one or two more jobs, but then I'd probably have a heart attack and die from working all these hours and not take care of my body. Okay? So what do you do? You know, you, you have, have to, you have to give, you know, if you love something so much, you have to give up something else. Or it's, 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 there's so many cliche things to say and there's so many, um, there's so many other ways to, to handle it. And again, I'm not the best one to give advice. I can just tell you from experience that the unhealthiness that I see in public and on social media is just very, very toxic. I just... Part of me is, is addicted, so I can't shut down. I want to shut down social media so bad, but I'm just uh, a because because of the podcast. We don't, I don't, and then B, I just 
I'm almost obsessed with looking at other things and other people's profiles and, you know, creeping their pages and looking at their pictures of their kids and shit they bought or, or the vacations they've taken, whatever, you know. And then you start to like, and it's unhealthy, you know. And I, I was reading a couple of uh, studies that, in the medical journals that I did work, about, about, uh, what the effect of social media has on people in in the last decade or two, and it's it's not cool, you know. And again, these are just theories, and these are just you know, uh, hypothetical fucking you know, you know thoughts and data collected from from research. It's not set in stone. It's not always bad, you know, because if it was for the internet. You know, I wouldn't get reminded every day of all the cool photos and videos I've taken of my son in the last decade. You know, he's starting, he's, he starts the second year of high school yesterday. And I just got a picture of him yesterday. And ironically, a, fo- a video of him starting his first day of kindergarten. And I was just like, I'm getting emotional now because... He's grown so much, and through the internet, of me taking all these pictures, I even sent some to his mom because, like, you know, I know his mom didn't take all these pictures. She was with me a lot of times, but I and she knows that I've taken all these pictures. So every single day, I whatever I get, I'll save, and once in a while, I'll send them off to both of them. I'm like, this is what happened on this day ten years ago, and it's like part of the memory hurts because I'm not in that, in that particular scenario no more because you know. You, when you lose your when you lose your when you you lose your routine like that, it's it's devastating, you know. But then when you get these when you're with him all weekend and you and you're talking to him like a grown up and it's like oh my god. And then I'll remind him of a thing that he did said when he was a little kid. He doesn't remember obviously. And I'm just like, well, I was there and I know what you did. Da, 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 and I was you know give a story. So the internet is social media has given me that. It's also giving me you guys. Some of you guys I interact with are now my friends. Like, I've hung out with you. You know, we've, we've hung out. We've done things together. You guys are from different parts of the world. And for me, that's... For me to get my voice out to an audience as broad as what we have here, it's like... That's the only thing right now that keeps me doing this. Because between the guys not being in with me and... Um, I'm dealing with my own shit, you know, I'm still trying to fix myself, self-caring and prioritizing and my depression is crippling me. So the only thing that, one of the things that mainly keep me alive is, is you guys and my, my spirit, not my, I'm not physically alive, my spirit, you know, like the, like today, like I get up, we'll get Matt Squire's lovely, uh, picture of the week and he'll put my face or the boy's face on some something put my face on Tony Khan today you know it's like well this is it this is my virtual hug to all you guys because this is what it is and for you guys to give me an hour and a half two hours a week of your time to listen while you're doing your thing I'm I'm eternally uh, grateful for that and I will I will do all I can to keep this going. I don't know how long we're going to keep it going, but we're going to keep it going. 
and we'll get back to some kind of regular routine. Sometime soon, I, I can't promise you anything because I can't get a commitment from my, my cohorts. I, I can't, you know, I, I can't. Um, Ham has graciously volunteered his services now that his schedule has changed. So uh, maybe I'll bring them on a few times, you know, because I, you know, again, it's it's a different dynamic. Every time I do a, like I do a show with someone else, that's not Chappie, you know, that's not Jay. Um, it's a different dynamic. Our bread and butter. That's where we get. That's where we. That's where we get our 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 kicks, if you will. Right. So. Um, yeah, basically, I started the state of the, the podcast last week, and I was just, no, this is just a follow-up. And I'm, you know, I'm at the stage in my life now where I'm... Uh, ...not wanting to recreate or keep on with bad habits. You know, if, if I've got if I've gotten rid of a bad habit, I want to keep it away from my psyche. You know, like food, I have no taste buds right now for like the last month because of what of my post COVID. Right, I'm still eating the same, but I just can't taste anything. So people are like, well, you know, "Why don't you eat less?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm still fucking hungry." Like, I'm, you know, I'm, it's. it's it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna, you know. Well, you don't know, know what you're eating. No, I don't. Mentally, yeah, I can picture the the Greek chicken uh, platter I had yesterday with the chicken slovaki and uh, chicken on a stick with the pita and and uh, and, uh, and the tzatziki sauce and and uh, and the fries with the with the feta cheese and the oil like still in a little little salad gimmick on the side. It was delightful, right? If I had taste buds. But in, in my mind, mind I'm, I'm like, I'm getting that for lunch. Because I've, I've had, had it before, and it tastes delicious. <laughs> so this, this morning, morning, I had a peanut butter, butter sandwich and a bowl of cereal, cereal for breakfast. And it's like, I love rice checks, you know. Um, I, I couldn't taste them. I, you know, my peanut butter is my favorite. I can eat peanut butter every day, you know. I didn't taste it, but I know what skimpy peanut butter tastes like. And if everybody else who doesn't like you, what I, I, I'm actually ashamed that I know people who don't like skimpy peanut butter. Shame on you, man. It's the best peanut butter. I like Jif. Jif is awful. Peanut pan is the worst. Get over yourselves. Skippy is the move, okay? I don't know if you're a chunky guy. I'm not. There was a phase of my life in my early 20s where I was eating it. I just, I don't, I'm not a big fan. I just want to be, have, I guess, for texture reasons, but I like smooth, skippy peanut butter. None of the natural shit. No fucking, don't, don't give me the Trader Joe organic with the oil sitting at the top of it because it's so fucking, there's no, there's nothing processed in it, you know? You're not eating peanut butter. The fuck I ain't. Of course I am, you know? But, anywho, that's what's been going on. The new Ozzy Osbourne album is out today. I've heard two songs. I am beside myself. The new Blood Cloud is out today. Well, the single is anyway. John Joseph and the Crow Mags. Guy's like pushing fucking 60 years old and he's running, doing triathlons and he's, you know, he's vegan, he's plant-based, he's, he's John Joseph from the fucking Cro-Mags. So John can preach all he wants and 
whatever you gotta do. He's still putting out music at 60 years old, so. For me, John Joseph does no wrong. I don't agree with some of his politics. I don't agree with some of his uh, holistic medicine fucking diatribe he does on social media, but I respect him. And I respect his contributions to New York Hardcore. And the the fact that he's had to do legal litigation because of the Cro-Magnon with fucking Holly is ridiculous. Because Holly is a fucking dope. And those guys can make money because now punk rock is like a, it's like a thing now. People want to pay for pro. And I, I never understood when, when punk rock was a thing, no one wanted it. Now that punk rock is not a thing, really, mainstream people are like fucking, they want more of it. It's like when CBGB was doing matinee shows, only the hardcore kids were going, the punk kids and the skinheads. Now that CBGB isn't around anymore, it's more trendy to wear a shirt that says CBGB's on it. I'm like, this is just ridiculous how society treats these these treasures and these bands and these venues. It's just ridiculous. But, yeah, new Blood Clot, new Ozzy. Last week was new Megadeth. Megadeth was good. I think I did a review on it already on the last week's show. But, yeah, this is Ozzy's 13th album, and it's not... You know, he's doing it from his house the last couple of years, the last couple of albums, so it's like, you know, you're not... It's... Listen... If, if you're if if you're an if you're a longtime fan of a certain artist, no matter what genre of music, if you're expecting something totally different, it's like wrestling. You know, you you guys want all this new shit, but it's all regurgitated, it's all recycled, it's all been done before. The formula is not going to change. Ozzy's not going to defer from his style. He's seventy something years old, you know. Uh, it's, it's going to be, be the same players, players I mean, same, same, same act, different players. That's pro wrestling. Is. It's, it's the same shit done by different people. So it's up to us to decide what we like and don't like. And are they, are they doing it properly? You know, the family disputes, you know, I love that. And... You know, I like I like David versus Goliath matches. You know, big versus small. I like the whole legend versus rookie thing. Like these these things are all the you know the the cagey veteran against everybody. Like you know, I gotta read those smutty romantic novels. You know, at the end of the day, you're gonna get three things. You're gonna get betrayal. You're gonna get sex. And you may get some kind of fucking story out of it in these books, right? Uh, but they're going to still buy the books. It's just a different. Uh, it's just uh, they could be different plays, different time, uh, different times of, of history. Could be done in the Civil War days. Could be done in the seventies. Could be done fucking in, you know in Roman times. It's been done before. Nothing is new, ever. Nothing is new. The characters could be new. The stories will remain the same. You will not get anything different because it'll be like an episode, one of those murder mystery episodes. You just have to figure out the plot now. Maybe, you know, like with Roman Reigns. Oh, my God. Fucking, his, the third cousin shows up. Okay. Didn't see that coming. Didn't see it coming at all. My phone? Okay. Anyway, so, I mean, that's my story. I'm sticking with it. 
You know, it's, it's just how it goes. There's no other way to think about it. When you when you watch these, when you watch Raw, SmackDown, AEW, um, the indies do it a little differently because the indies sometimes don't have those same plays all the time because they're independently contracted. So, but if you keep guys around long enough, like that guy Effie from from GCW, the 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 gay wrestler, shout out to our boy Greg Corner Jones who was at the Effie. Big gay brunch this year, doing his thing, man. But, but Effie is a huge character right now, you know, and he's openly gay. But he's not like, hey, don't watch me because I'm gay. Watch me because I can fucking wrestle. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't put the fucking the what is it, the water before the horse, or something like that. What's the, I don't know what the saying is, but don't, don't judge the book always. Because the book always, the book can have a shitty cover, but it can have a great fucking inside. It can have a great story, you know. The movie can have a terrible poster, but the movie was good. I liked Waterworld. No one did. I liked it, you know. Or I did movies I didn't like and everybody loved. You know, like I did some movies that people like go crazy for. I'm like, eh, not so much. I can see why you like that. I just don't. It is what it is. The the, 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 the the point is, again, is, it's just, I keep going to the point, is what we have now, there's so much of it. As an older fan, you're like, wow, we didn't get that much. Because A, we didn't have cable until I was a teenager. And B, it was regional. So not every TV station was carrying all these shows. You know, if you were up, in, if you were in the Southwest, you got Southwest Championship Wrestling. If you were in the Mid Atlantic or Carol, you know, Carolinas or down south of Florida or or, or Maryland or anything past anything I ninety five past New Jersey South or past New York North, maybe you didn't have. Maybe they got AWA. Maybe they got an NWA. We didn't get that stuff. We got we got WWF. That's all we got at one point. But, you know, that's, that's why we didn't. But now you could just, you could click on something and you could stream it and you could watch anything. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It is, a, it is an amazing time period to be a wrestling fan right now. I wish you guys would just suspend your disbelief more and just take it all in. Let it marinate. Look at all the talent that's out there. You know, do what I do. I'll watch an indie show, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, man, that kid would be great in blah, blah, blah. Or she would be great wrestling so-and-so at so-and-so. And then you start, you know, you could, and it, it, it's actually good show material. There's a couple of guys on the indies that I would fucking, that I would sign on heartbeat for the, main, for the two main promotions right now that are on mainstream television, cable television. Excuse me. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Like, I, 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 that's, that's a whole podcast. podcast. You know, I can pick out guys from Game Changer, guys, girls from MLW, guys, and girls from uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, um, from Combat Zone, from all these feds, man. Like, from, from New Japan. I can I take half of New Japan's roster and fucking incorporate them in so many stories, man. Give them more of a character than they have now in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Which, which I think just expanded to New Zealand, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, Fale's got a 
say it now, I'm sure. But how are we doing on time here, kids? Let's see here. I'm talking way too much. You guys don't hear me all the time, right? We're about almost an hour in, so I'm going to probably take a break. Take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to go all out with all we need. So let's do that. Let's take a quick break. Let's plug our friends. And where's my commercial break here? Yeah, we go. Hello? I hate this computer. One day we'll get it right and get really good equipment. Until then, you're stuck with this and you're stuck with me. We are the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. This is episode 467. It's your boy, the Impact Player, Philly Raya, doing the, the scrubatorial. And, uh... That's, That's pretty, pretty much, much it. Waiting, waiting for my computer to unfreeze so we can take a, a little break here, a little sip of the cola, and refresh and come back. we got a lot of shit to talk about. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10 15 p.m. on RamsDMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder. Interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RandomRadio.com and Random Tim Media on TuneIn, and it's still available on all podcast platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin and Vince, your hosts of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday anywhere you get podcasts at least Till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack D platforms. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Journey is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Come in, tell them where to find us. 
WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury Podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. Hey, it's Tony, Tony Schiavone, A.W., and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Jay, and that pain in the ass, Choppy. Hmm. Okay, so you fancy yourself a journalist. Would you say you're friends with Scott Holden? So you're not friends with him. Oh, wow. Oh, that makes two of us. My point is, if you fancy yourself a journalist, even if it's for the silly world of professional wrestling, and you have journalistic integrity, people who report things mostly that are bullshit and slanderous lies against myself. If you are friends with somebody, you blew my spot. If you're not friends with them, I apologize. But you should probably disclose who you're friends with. Um, I haven't had anything to do with Scott Colton in almost a decade. Probably wanted nothing to do with him even longer than that. It's fucking unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this when I'm on my time and this is a fucking business. Uh, why I'm a grown-ass adult man and I decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's fucking business. But my friends, if I fall backwards, will catch me. Scott Colton, I felt, never would have. My problem was I wanted to bring a guy with me to the top that did not want to see me at the top. Okay? You can call it jealousy, you can call it envy, whatever the fuck it is. My relationship with Scott Colton ended long before... I paid all of his bills. I have every receipt. I have every invoice. I have every email. I have email where he says, and I quote, I agree to go our separate ways. I will get my own lawyer. You do not have to pay anymore. That's an email that I have. The only reason the public did not see is because when I finally had the counters to him through discovery, we discovered he shared a bank account with his mother. That's a fact. And as soon as we discovered that fact and we subpoenaed old Marsha, he sent the email, oh, can we please drop all this? Now, it's 2022. I haven't been friends with this guy since at least 2014, late 2013. And the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target, and they spread lies and bullshit and, and put into a media that I got somebody fired when I have fuck all to do with him. Want nothing to do with him. Do not care where he works, where he doesn't work, where he eats, where he sleeps. And the fact that I have to get up here and do this in 2022 is fucking embarrassing. And if y'all are at fault, fuck you. If you're not, I apologize. But what did I ever do? in this world to go, to deserve an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck like Hangman Adam Page to go out on national television and fucking go into business for himself. For what? What did I do, Dave? What did I ever do? Didn't do a goddamn thing. What's your name, sir? Fuck the Pittsburgh Penguins. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? I had made it really clear in Forbes, and I just want to make it clear again. Nick, it's not his position to make it very fucking clear. There's people who call themselves EVPs that should have fucking known better. 
This shit was none of their business. I understand sticking up for your fucking friends. I fucking get it. I stuck up for that guy more than anybody. Okay? I paid his bills until I didn't, and it was my decision not to. Yeah, but I should have no comment when Nick first said it. It's my fault. And if I had it, it's my fault. I appreciate it. I'm trying to run a fucking business. And when somebody who hasn't done a damn thing in this business jeopardizes the first million dollar house that this company has ever drawn, off of my back and goes on national television and does that. It's a disgrace to this industry. It's a disgrace to this company. Now, we're far beyond apologies, right? I gave him the fucking chance. It did not get handled, and you saw what I had to do, which is very regrettable, lowering myself to his fucking level. But that's where we're at right now. And I will still walk up and down this hallway and say, if you have a fucking problem with me, take it up with me. Let's fucking go. Joining us tonight, and welcome to AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite on TBS. Following all out on pay-per-view this past Sunday night, I've been forced to vacate the AEW World Championship, as well as the AEW World Trios Championship. The AEW World Championship is the single most prized title in all combat sports, and a world champion will be crowned two weeks from tonight at Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York City at AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. I promise you that tonight is going to be a great night of professional wrestling, and AEW will be at our very best these next few weeks on the road to AEW Grand Slam. Thank you again. Hi. Oh. If you saw the video and this is hysterical, dude's just like a kung fu, a reject from like a hysterical. Carl Douglas, seven is a thing, huh? All right, episode four hundred sixty-seven of the Turnbuckle Throwback Wrestling Podcast. Oh, everybody was kung fu fighting Sunday night into Monday morning at the Inia on the outskirts of Chicago, huh? What's what the fuck, right? What, what is, is going, going on with these folks? Well, we're going to break it down. We're going to break it down. Now, in, in the beginning of the show, I, uh, I, looked up, I, I told you that I looked up the word scrum, right? So, what is, what is a scrum? Like, what is a scrum, right? So, a scrum is, in definition terms, Framework that helps teams work together. Training for a big game, encourages teams to learn through experiences, self-organizes, works on problems, and reflects on those wins and losses to continuously approve. Improve, sorry. 
Okay. What is a media scrum? <laughs> a media scrum is an improvised press conference, often held immediately outside an event, like Sunday night, or such as a legislative session or meeting. Scrums play a central role in Canadian politics and also occur in the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and in all elite wrestling. <laughs> so, before we get into the uh, the incident, let's go over the card, which was really good. Okay, call it decent. Um. So we had. Let's see. Hit all that. Okay. Eddie Kingston versus Ishii was great. Kingston got his revenge. Hook, Abit, Angelo Parker with help from Action Bronson, which was dope. Very sloppy uh, mixed tag Triple A championship match. Ortiz and Ruby Soho got a nose broken apparently, and also injured somewhere else. I didn't be aware though. Did not come up. They came up short against Ty and Sammy Guevara. Who, by the way, was him and Eddie Kingston that got into it. You guys all know about that from the week before. Uh, Pac retained the All Elite All Atlantic Championship versus returning Kip Sabian. The Casino Ladder Match. Casino Ladder Match was was ridiculous. And um, the wild card, obviously. A bunch of men in masks come out. They grabbed the chip. They handed the chip to another masked man. Masked man reels up the MJF. Thank God. So now he has power shot anytime he wants. And that'll lead up to Monday. I mean, on Wednesday, I'm sorry. So now we know that Maxwell Jacob Freeman has returned, and he is the number one contender for the old wrestling championship. Now, uh, Jericho B. Danielson, uh, House of Black, uh, Darby Allen, Steve Miro. FTR, Wardlow BJ Lethal, and Motor City Machine Guns. Powerhouse Hobbs beat Ricky Starks. Um, Jungle Boy lost to Christian Cage with help from Luchasaurus. The Acclaimed had probably the match of the night, but they came up short for their tag team championship match against Swerve Not Glory. Jay Cargill, still undefeated, retained the TBS championship um, against Athena. Uh, the Elite... Defeated Hangman Adam Page and the Dark Order to win the AEW Trios Championships in the finals of that tournament. Britt Baker, I'm sorry, Tony Storm defeated Hikaru Shida, Jamie Hayter, and Britt Baker to be the Women's Interim Championship. And, and CM Punk defeats John Moxley in and wins back the AEW Heavyweight Championship. Now, so, you heard the press conference. Everybody's heard the press conference. People have, important people have uh, commented on it. And Jim Cornette spent about nine hours of his podcast. I'm not even joking. Nine hours of a podcast. Two, two different podcasts on this, right? And... So, the, the story goes, there are some, the reporters are, are saying that the Bucks and was saying, with the, that, that was saying, were telling people that um, it was CM Punk who got 
Cole Cabana redirected to a to a contract with Ring of Honor. So, so and that, which was bullshit, right? And then they brought up the, the legalities of it all, whatever, whatever, of of of, of, of Cabana and Punk, who haven't spoken in almost a decade, and the, the fact that Hangman Page went into the business for himself with the, with the interview going to their title match at Yellow Punk and whatever, whatever, right? So apparently there's been bad blood with Blue. around so the cameras can see it and then all you see is Tony Khan just shake his head in agreement every time Punk said something derogatory about his executive vice presidents who are Matt and Nick Jackson and Kenny Omega or as Tim Cornette calls them the Harley Boys and Kenny Olivier and calls them the he has a bunch of names uh so that kind of, so now, I don't know about corporate America. I know that if you're an executive vice president, you're, you're pretty high up in the company, right? So when Punk says, you know, these guys can't run a target, you know, and Tony Khan's just sitting there listening to it, you know, and this went on for almost a half hour. I only played you like five minutes or five minutes of it. And... It became, it became a thing where, uh, you know, Punk had to keep almost like defending himself. And Dave Meltzer was in, if you listen real close, you heard Dave Meltzer in there. And there, were, there was a Pittsburgh Penguins fan there that Punk didn't like because he was a fucking Blackhawks fan, which is whatever, not even a rival. But I guess he hates Pittsburgh because Chicago hasn't won anything in a couple of years, but I digress. And, but just the, the, the mere fact that Tony Khan did nothing to defend his... Executive vice president. Now, again, I'm not taking sides. Just as a professional person, if I'm in a media setting and you're talking shit about my guys and my guys aren't there to defend themselves, I'm going to do one of two things. I'm going to defer to my guys if, if, they, if I can bring them that, or I'm going to say, they're going to nice say, say it all in public, and I'll address anything that that's. On an executive level, right? Because I'm the owner, the fucking CEO of the company. I own the fucking company, right? He did none of that, like none of it. Okay. So now the 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 media scrum uh, disbands, 
and apparently, the elite go to the dressing room of CM Punk. That's the story, right? And they had an altercation. Uh, Punk was there with um, Ace Darling, whatever the fuck his name is, Ace, whatever, who's a producer all of a sudden. And and I love how, you know, they all they they got on they pick on the Bucks. For getting this spot, but you know, you don't hear from Ace until Punk shows up. He's the producer of the show now. He was Punk's trainer, his mentor, right? So it was Punk, him, his wife, Punk's dog, Larry. Punk's dog, his name is Larry, I think his name, right? If I get it right. And, and, and Punk. And so now, but they weren't in the room at that point. It was just Punk and the three of them. Three, the three elite come in and they, and they confront Punk, his words. There's a chair thrown. One of the Jacksons got hit with a chair. Um, Kenny Omega bit was bit by Ace apparently. Um, there was a big who who hoopla, and then there was a breakup. Oh, Christopher Daniels was involved. Nakazawa was involved. Uh, Pat Buck was involved. Who cares about Pat Buck anyway? That's another story. Um, a couple of guys were involved breaking up the fight, and or involved again. We don't know. So. Three days later, the world title has been stripped. Tournament, the tournament is now going on, and it'll it'll conclude in Queens, in my hometown, in two weeks. And the trio's title is also uh, vacated. Uh, so that's also gonna. Be, and then it was decided on. It was decided by um, they, they they put they had a match for it at 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 the last dynamite. So it was um. The Death, Death Triangle, Triangle winning that, right? So, that, so, so now I'm just here's my, my thing, thing, right? So now I, 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 I of course, now I'm just it's just the shit is just coming over every day. There's more news, more news, more news, more news. And then uh, early yesterday and then this morning, so now everybody's suspended. Punk suspended. The Buck, the Elite suspended. All these guys are suspended. And apparently now Punk is hurt. Taurus tricep could be out for at least eight months to a year. I find it very fucking convenient that he's hurt after he gets suspended. Um, there was initial reports from Sports Illustrated that he wanted that he wanted out immediately after after the after the confrontation, right? So I said on social media, if 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 they do it right, he'll drop the belt on TV. But this is before I knew he was hurt. And have just MJF come out and get the fucking title and call it a day. Because Moxie comes out and cuts this fucking this this. Well, MJF cuts a promo on Wednesday night, and then Moxie comes out, chases him out, and then tries to one up him and fails. And I'm just not I'm not saying this because I disagree because I don't like Moxie. I like Moxie's promos sometimes, but this is where you know it gets stupid, you know, because
So now I'm totally... You know, I, I've always been a CM Punk, Punk guy. guy. I didn't like his return, his ring work, I should say. And I wasn't... Yeah, he's just not the same wrestler. Obviously, he's older. I get it. He's beat up. Uh, I was never... I tried to... When he came back, I was emotionally invested. I love him. But it's like... You know, I felt like... He's trying to protect the business... He's got the old school mentality. This is where I agree with Jim Cornette. Where it's like, you know, he's basically basically making fun of the owner, telling the owner that, you know, I work with children. I have to babysit children. I have to, you know. Like, Tony Khan went into business with the Bucks. Tony Khan took his money, his dad's money, and started only wrestling on the backs of the Bucks. Omega and Cody and, and Cody, Cody being Cody, uh, me now seeing this all now, seeing for what it is, Cody was like, uh, "Fuck this! I'm going home. I'm going. I'm taking my ball, taking my hot wife, and I'm going back to where I fucking where I got it, and I'm going to finish what I started over there." Okay, because when you talk to certain guys in WWE. Like, like I, there's someone Undertaker and a couple of guys the same exact thing. thing. Cody didn't know who he was until he matured, right? So apparently he matured, and now he's on the way to stardom. We talked about that in the beginning of the show. So, but now I'm now as as me as a fan seeing all this unfold, you know, Monday morning, I'm like, yeah, I think he saw the fucking writing on the wall. Like, you know what? There was a point where they weren't even talking anymore. All these guys. So what's the, what's the point here? What's the end game? The end game is you have a money mark super fan who starts a wrestling federation and his first signee is Chris Jericho. Okay? Jericho, being still of old school mindset, did not interject in all this. He had Apparently he tried to intervene, but... It was pretty much poo-pooed in, 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 the, in the early stages of that. He wasn't an EVP. He didn't want to be an EVP. Why? He's going to get a gazillion money. They're going to pay him a gazillion dollars to, A, he can go to New Japan if he wants. He can go to he can play with his fucking half-ass band, Fozzie, go on tour with them every year, right? We go to the gold record. You got gold records. and that doesn't put an album out that, that month. And none of Ozzy. If that album drops today, it's fucking 23rd in the list. Okay? No disrespect, but... All right? Judas in my mind, Judas is your sister, okay? Good song, but, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, what's the end game? The end game is you don't let the inmates run the asylum. Period. Okay? You don't give active wrestlers executive vice president roles. Period. You don't give them any kind of uh, role... That's going to dictate the comings and goings of your company. Okay? Same way you don't let your fucking friends book matches for you, Eric Bischoff. Okay? You don't do it. You don't let active wrestlers book themselves into these things. You don't do it. Oh, well, Phil, Dusty Rhodes did it. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes booked himself, but booked everybody else and made a ton of people fucking money back then. So, so anybody, anybody who wants to come at me with the whole, you know, Dusty did it, Dusty created it, okay? Dusty's half wrong for that, but Dusty learned from Eddie Graham, and he learned from fucking uh, George Geigel and, and Kevin Sullivan and the Crockett's 
you know, know and uh, Fritz von Erich, and he learned from uh, Cowboy Bill Watts. Okay, these guys did that back in the day because it was regional, and those people paid to see certain guys and girl guys mostly in those in those things. Did Dusty book himself the world champion every time? No. The NWA made him champion twice. He probably booked himself that third time in '86 because it 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 fucking it told a good story. They broke his leg. After trying to save the horseman, he almost decided a fucking riot in the army. Where the horseman said they had to wait four hours to leave the fucking the, the, the venue. They were getting they were getting stabbed in the locket in, in, in the parking lot. Yeah, Dusty booked himself. Dusty booked himself in a lot of things, but he didn't book himself in everything, and he didn't throw his weight around to the point where he was getting guys fired, and he didn't. And any kind of the thing that the difference is too with, with the back in the day was, if a guy didn't want to be booked that way and he's in the territory, he can fucking leave. He can leave his own contracts back then. He made Ronnie Garvin the world champion. Okay. That, that tells you something right there. That, that he, well, if, if the fans like him, I'll do it. Ronnie Garvin's fucking terrible. And he's fucking he's a bitter fucking punk bitch too in an old age. Okay, Matt and Nick Jackson didn't really book themselves in a lot of shit, but they have an influence on the locker room. And once you have an influence on the locker room and it's negative, you're done. And I love the Bucks. Okay, the. Going at him and his pal Brian last, okay? It's you know, well, well, Brian and Brian keeps saying what we know and what we go public with. Stop right there. I understand you're trying to keep the integrity of the sources that you guys get. You all have they, they, they have friends in the business. They work in the business. That's fine. I respect that. I don't work in the business. I don't have, I don't have like ins ins. You know, I'm not, I'm not on that level that they are. So I respect that game. But you can't come at us with, well, this happened because other stuff happened. What's the other stuff? You have to come correct with a point, you know? If these guys are going to fucking kibosh the biggest draw in their company, which is CM Punk, what's the end result? What's the end result? That's their first million-dollar house that they had in three years. He's the biggest star they had since they started the company. Bigger than Chris Jericho. And I say that popularity-wise. Chris Jericho is a longer performer and more well-accomplished, but Punk has made more money, and Punk has been Punk has had an impact on the business way better than, than, what, than what Chris Jericho has. And there's no disrespect to Chris Jericho. Okay? But Punk is their biggest draw. So why would you... Why would t- See, Tony Khan for me is the fucking X-Factor here. After Cody leaving, obviously. 
you know, because Tony Khan can put the Tony Khan can put the to the he can pump the brakes on all of the, like yo. This, this is what this is. This, this is what's making my money, and you guys need to accept, accept it. If you don't accept it, then you know, then turn your fucking your your paperwork and, and keep it moving. Go back to fucking pro wrestling gorilla. You know, and, and Jim, Jim Cornette, Cornette constantly fucking making fun of these guys. Oh, they're, they're acrobats, they're this, they're that. Mud show wrestlers, outlaw mud show wrestlers, and you know, he called them uh, trampolines. Stars. He, he's a, you know, the business has passed him by to an ex- to the point where he's just fixated on on picking on guys that don't like him, or not picking on guys. He just talk. Commenting and, and critiquing guys that that don't like him, okay. So of course he sides with Punk, and I just wanted to. I, I like Jim's perspective because he knows the business. Jim Cornette, like I said, he's an icon. He's done everything in his business, and on top of him doing everything in his business, he's also a wrestling historian. So when when Jim can tell you a story from fucking forty five years ago, fifty years ago that he wasn't even involved in. But he knows because he has the artifacts and he has the proof and, he, and he's talked to the people. It's like, well, his word is bond to a, to a very large niche audience. Okay? So, and then, of course, you listen to Busted Open with Bully Ray and all those guys, and their perspective was nice, too. And There's a part of these guys that has to keep the integrity of the business intact. Because there's no more kayfabe and there's no more... Hiding anything anymore because there's eyes and ears. And the, the locker room was so well protected back then that there weren't cameras there, there weren't reporters there, there weren't other people who didn't work there. There, it was just the boys and the girls. It was just the performers. Okay, there were no producers, there were no road agents, there were no fucking reporters. None, none of that was there. None of these people were there. None of them. But, but now, it's, it's like, like a fucking sports, sports locker room. room. It's, it's like, like a, a basketball locker room. It's like a, a baseball locker room. You get all of it. You get all of it, and it's, it's disheartening because now all the dirt sheets are like, well, this said that, this, this is said, that said. But, and then the more reliable dirt sheets, you know, the way Kellers in the world and the Alvarez and the Meltzers and the Gerwicks, they're like, okay, and... These are the guys, these are the people that we've been following since the internet's been, you know, in, in its inception. I'm not a, you know, there's a lot of shit that goes on that we're never going to know about. Maybe there was heat with these guys from a prior promotion. Maybe there was, there was heat from something that happened before this. And, and, I, and, I, and I brought it back to Cody. You know, I don't, I don't get why Tony Khan has not been more assertive. He strips everybody, and all of a sudden, Punk's injured. Okay, that person. I like the the uh, the Bobby Fish comment that he calls CM Punk cunt after their match. You know that's because, but he's friends with the elite guys. You know, um, so that's gonna happen. Bobby, you know, Bobby Fish like, well, fight. You know, if this was a real fight, fucking kick his ass because Bobby Fish is an established, you know, combat mixed martial artist. You know. Um, where Punk tried to be, he failed, but Bobby Fish can probably legitimately kick CM Punk's ass. But and and I don't know why you would say that in a, a lot. If this was real life, but this wasn't real life. You did your job. Now is it? Um, 
ways to look at it. Um, my, I'm blaming Tony Khan for everything. My, my blame is not on CM Punk, who tried to protect the business. trying to protect their spot and and basically their company that they work with and I'm not and I'm definitely not siding with with, with Tony Khan you know I brought these guys in they helped me start the fed People forget that. Like, you know, you want to talk about the Bucks and how fucking bad they are. They were self-made millionaires before they even touched the fucking all elite wrestling. And then they go and start a real... Like, they did one pay-per-view and they're like, you know what, we can do this for real. And we all thought they were crazy, but they did it. And it worked. And now they make millions. And they're in the green and they sell merch. And they bring CM Punk in. And they draw a million-dollar house on, in only their third year. Like, this is... That's a big deal in terms of a, a company. If you're, if you're making that kind of money and you're only a couple of years old, the... The... the, 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 the uh, not the risk. The, uh, what's the word I want to use? Fucking Phil. The, um... Well, the risk is, is at this point better than the reward, but that's not the word I want to use. The uh, the the rate the the rate of the company the the profits are gonna the, are gonna, the margins are big. The sky's the limit. Like you can you know you can basically take this show before the bullshit afterwards, and you can like what Vince did with Mania, the first Mania. Like okay, if I can do this. What, what can, can I, I do, do to top that? But, but you're not going to do that if you have people in place that are working with you that are that are in higher ups that are not going to see. There's got to be. Listen, obviously there's a business plan with, with a company. What's the end result? What's the end game? What's the business plan? What are they going to do to top this? As a fan, you'll, I'm like giddy. I'm like, what are they going to do at the next pay per view? Which I believe is in my in my backyard in New Jersey, I believe, which is full gear. They're not going to draw a million dollars in the fucking protection center, but that's, again, but again, it's 20 minutes from my, from my apartment. You know, what are they going to do to top that? You know? What kind of story can you tell now with no CM Punk? Okay, or what story can you tell now that the Bucks and, and Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page are exposed as, to the media as fucking bullies? And they went and verbally attacked and then physically got into an altercation with the, the biggest draw in the company. The biggest draw in the company when they have Jericho, Danielson, MJF, Adam Cole, Bebe, okay? When they have guys in place that are fucking superstars. And they have... Um, what do you call it? They have other guys in place. They have... Um, there's a, when you have stars in place and then they have potential, potential superstars in Sammy Guevara and 
Daniel Garcia, who won the, the, the fucking pure title the other night from Utah. Where you have Claudio. Where you have Joe. Where you have Darby Allen, which I don't like, but he's, he's over. Orange Cassidy is over. You have all your fucking Scorpio Sky. You have all. You have Ethan Page. You have a fucking locker room full of talent at your disposal. With what? Fucking three hours of TV and a pay per view every three or four months. I don't count dark. It's YouTube. I don't count it. But it's content regardless. I understand. Make stars. You bring drawers in, you keep them happy, but you bring executives in that are gonna have a fucking clean slate. You don't let the you don't the Bucks are not executives. They're not. They're not. They're not. Just because they just because they them and their wives managed their own books for so long and they sold all their merch and they, and they fucking traveled the world. I mean, it's a nice resume, but do when you're done. Don't do it when you're still physically involved in, in the product. When you still want to be on TV. When you don't want to be on TV, you're done. You're done. Okay? That's it. That's how it goes. When athletes do it, you know, they don't, you don't have player managers no more. You know, there are guys in baseball who used to have, like, Joe Torre was a player manager. Frank Robinson, the great Frank Robinson was a player manager. Like, there's a time where you have to say, I'm done. I'm, I can't play no more, but I still have enough in me to give to back to, to, to the sport that I love. I can be a coach. The, the Bucks wrote their ticket a long time ago. They have nothing to prove. CM Punk cemented his legacy in professional wrestling. Again, nothing to prove. He went to the top, the very top of a company that refused to give him his fucking due diligence, and he still prospered. And they walked away while he was on top. Okay? That's why he's back where he was, because he wrote his own ticket. Moxley did the same thing. FTR was offered more money to stay over there, but didn't want to, didn't want to, um, they didn't want to have their integrity ruined. And did it somewhere else. And now they have almost... Uh, they have a lot of championship gold. So, I mean, like, you, you, there's a, you know, in, in theory, in theory, you have this fucking locker room, and now it's the land of misfit toys because, listen, you gotta have leadership. So, you bring in guys like Jerry Lynn and, and, um, who else they have over there the other night? Dean Malenko, Jerry Lynn. Uh, B.J. Whitmer, you have all these guys that had all this knowledge, these producer guys, you know, there's got to be leadership in the locker room. Leadership doesn't have to come from the most experienced guy all the time. Hockey happens all the time. Sometimes the most skilled player is the, the captain. He does, but he might, have, he, might, he might have leadership skills that the fucking 20-year defenseman Who's won two Stanley Cup doesn't. It just depends on the, the, the person. But there's so much talent. And now people are allegedly are asking to leave or they're asking, they want Punk out because Punk rubs people the wrong way. The reason why Punk rubs people the wrong way is because he speaks his mind. 
We, we have, have a lot, lot of that here on Turbo Control Packs. We've spoken our mind and we pissed a lot of people off. But, but it didn't ruin our integrity. It may have gotten us not. We, we, we may not have gotten sponsors because of it. I know for sure we didn't get sponsorship because of our mouth. Okay? We may have lost a couple listeners because they, they, they didn't get the, the concept of what we were trying to do. Um, and that's fine. And if everybody stopped listening tomorrow, I still have a voice. I can, I can still, still put. I can still cement my my legacy in in, in, in what I in, in my hobby. You know, I, I, people can go back to the archive now and listen to all this nonsense and laugh at it or agree or disagree. But it's not going to ruin my integrity. And that's why people get mad at Punk because he talks his talk. It may not be what you want to hear. Maybe you don't just. Maybe you 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 disagree with him. But at least it's coming from a place where he wants to protect the integrity of his business. And it's hard now with no kayfabe. It's hard now when there's millions of dollars at stake with, 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 with television and sponsorship. And, you know, the way the world is now is cancel culture and social media. It's hard to maintain that integrity if you're a guy like CM Punk. He's not a guy like Nick and Matt Jackson who hide their fucking shit behind a weekly uh, internet fucking program that basically just pokes fun at things and has fun and, and, and genuinely is, 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 is a fun watch, but that's how they express themselves. That's not CM Punk. CM Punk embodies... My my it, it embodies a lot of things that I live in my lifestyle with 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 New York hardcore and and, and you know keeping the PMA positive mental attitude and just being who you are and not fucking compromising anything about yourself. And it's gotten punk a lot in life, and it's also gotten him a lot of fucking terrible things in life. When he went to the UFC, I fucking prayed that I wanted his face caved in. Not because I wanted to see him fail. I wanted to see him come back to pro wrestling. Same thing with Brock. As much as I wanted Brock to, 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 you know, to kill people in the UFC, I'm like, yeah, that's great. I love that he's there. But I wanted him to lose. And I wanted him to come back. Because I'm selfish. And I love my performers. I love my wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? I love who I love. And that's it. You know, I'm not as jaded as a younger wrestling fan base. I'm not. Because I understand why things happen the way they do. I don't have to agree with it. And none of you guys do either. That's what makes you a fan. You know, you like it or you don't like it. I'm not going to sit here and hate on shit just for the sake of posting me and getting attention to myself because I'm not that dude or that girl for that matter. You know, I'm not. I'm the guy who pokes fun at shit because it's funny. But I respect the hell out of a lot of the things that are that are being done and the people who do it. You know, Jim Cornette is 50-50 with me. You know, Tony Khan the same way. Like, you know, Tony Khan is just, he's new to all this shit. You know, you don't start a business with your friends and then expect fucking, you know, sunshine and rainbows every turn of the way. doesn't work like that. It doesn't work the way you guys um, sometimes see on TV. You don't want to see it like that. 
you know. know. Sometimes, Sometimes it, 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 it'll, it'll take a toll, and it'll, it'll, it'll ruin relationships. It'll ruin relationships. You know? And then at one point, are you, are you, are you, are we friends, or are we co-workers? That's it. Are we friends, or are we co-workers? It's just how it's going to go down. So, all the wrestling is in fucking shambles right now. Apparently, if you listen to Cornette, it's happening. I, I, no, 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 I mean, obviously, well, they're all not going to hold hands and do kumbaya. But, but maybe have some leadership in that locker room. You know, we, I mean, the E always had the, those legends. They had the Undertaker in the world and then the Austins and the, and the Rocks. And, but Taker was like a guy that people would go to, you know. And it was like, you know, they need an Undertaker who's been in the business for a long time and still wants to be competitive and still... They need a punk. But here's the thing with punk. He's impatient, and, he's, and, he, and he said it. He's like, I'm old, I'm bitter, I got to babysit kids. Like, what, what stance do you take? Do you want to be old and bitter, wise man? Or do you want to be a Paul Heyman, wise man, where you'll stay in the shit, but try to keep its integrity? You know, and, and he, he credits Heyman as a mentor, right? So, so practice, practice what you preach. If, if you're not, not going to come, come back, fine. You don't, don't have to. to. You know what I'm saying? Like, like from, from one field to another, you did good. You know what I'm saying? You did your thing. It, you're not going to be um, crucified all the time. And you know what? If this, go, if this goes the way I think it's going to go, then he'll go away and citing that he made a mistake. Signing with them because you know what, he came in thinking he could change things. Again, he did the same fucking thing in WWE. I could change this, but he can't. I could change the mentality. He can't. So your leadership skills go so far and then they stop. So if you can't be the person that that the locker room needs you to be, or you can't be the character that the fan needs you to be, then maybe this is not for you. You know, maybe, maybe you should be a commentator. Maybe you should be, if you want to be in the business, maybe, maybe be a producer. Maybe be a writer. You know, maybe be a fucking a voice of the voiceless behind the scenes. Make the industry better. Make the industry the way it was when you grow up, when you when you were growing up loving it. I mean, obviously it's not going to be the same. Shit, I wish it was still the same. <laughs> a lot of it was corny, though. And I admit that. I'm, I'm such a sucker for nostalgia. I fucking love growing up and the, the terrible wrestling that we had. Okay? Because it was still the best form of entertainment on television. And to this day, pro wrestling is still the fucking best entertainment on television. That's not sports related. Okay? It's better than any fucking reality show you're watching. It's better than any awful fucking game show they're putting out now. Except for that Shazam thing I love. I actually love it. They brought back pressure locks, so no whammy there either, but... It's better than any fucking sitcom that's out there right now. Okay, nothing is the same. Nothing. I just inherited a fucking 3,000-channel internet provider service, right, that I'm I'm trialing out. And you know what? 
I'm watching fucking shit from the 70s. Sprinkling a little bit of porn, too, because there's a lot of it. It's insane. But I digress. But you, you understand what I'm saying. Like, nothing stays the same. As much as I want to, as much as punk wants to, you can't. You have to evolve or get out. I learned that the hard way. Evolve or get the fuck out. That's it, period. No one's going to fault you. The internet might have their say, but if you know who you are and you respect who you are and your peers that you that you respect back uh, or your friends, your family, people that hold that hold that, that hold you close to them, that's all that matters. You're not going to lose sleep if the bucks aren't your friends anymore, or they're not your friends, or they were never your friends. You know, you're not going to lose sleep if Moxie's not your friend. You know what I'm saying? If your friends in real life, and then then it's different. But you're not going to lose sleep when when the act. Leaves the circus. Gotta, you gotta reset the axe. Bring better elephants in. Bring better clowns in. Give that 40-year trapeze guy a fucking rest, for, for God's sake. Let this kid do it finally. But just don't kill him like you did in combos, right, Robin? Right, Grayson? Dick Grayson? But anyway, I digress. Listen, this is what it is. Professional wrestling is what it is. It's, it's professional wrestling. It's, it's either a show about wrestling or a wrestling show. That's how it is right now in the world of, 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 of professional wrestling. That's, that's how it is. There's no if, ands, buts, or supposes about it. That's the bottom line. And in wrestling, it's always about the bottom line. Wrestlers will come out and say, you know something, Tony Schiavone? Here's the bottom line. Or what's the bottom line? Well, the bottom line is shit or get off the pot. That's it. Shit or get off the pot. It's the only fucking cliche I can, I, I can give that'll actually make sense to any of this. The scram tutorial that I have. The scrum, the scram, scrum, scram, scrum. The scram tutorial that I have today. Um, let me see here. How much time did I waste? Yeah, I'm almost, I'm almost two hours in like an hour 40, so I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I don't know what's going on for the next week or the week after or the week after that. I'm working... Feverishly, I'm trying to get shit back to normal here. I can't promise you guys anything because I don't have anything to talk about promising you words. I, I, I'm working on content. I'm working on month for the 30th, so hopefully you guys can join us for that. I'll be live on the rant for that. 8 o'clock bell time at the um, at FTW. And that's going to be uh, September 30th, 8 o'clock in Queens. That's going to be Sacred Heart. Church in Glendale. Uh, I'll post the uh, I'll post all the information this week. So anyway, I'm gonna get out of here. I got a day to start. <laughs> two o'clock. I'm starting my day at almost two o'clock. But I'm gonna start my day. And I actually, I should say I started my day five episodes into the Cobra Kai. <laughs> it's my fucking weekend, man. I'm enjoying myself. Anyway, no, 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 no. Don't give me that. Thank you, computer. There we go. So this, this is what it is, man. Enjoy wrestling. Please stop being so fucking cynical. It's professional wrestling. Okay? Suspending the disbelief for a while. Don't be a mark. Yeah, I'm, I'm joking. Be a mark. Be a mark by the shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees. Slash Tumble Clubbacks. Support all the other shows and network affiliates. They'll, they'll love you for it. You're not going to get anything for it, but you'll respect them anyway. That's going to do it for me, kids. Keep a tight ass. Don't be a jerk off. Uh, don't get arrested. Don't get the clap. And uh, be
be, just be nice. Be, be a good human. And watch more wrestling. Love you guys. See you next week. Good night, Gracie.